Hello lovelies, my name is Lisa Nicole, country artist coming at you all the way from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to my podcast. Every week I'm going to be digging in deep on the behind the scenes of my life, my music, and my heart. Not only will you get to know me on that deeper level, but I will be sharing with you the wisdom I've learned over my years in the music business, plus lifestyle and fitness tips and special guest artists and business folk. I love inspiring people on and off the stage. We are going to have some fun. I thank you kindly for listening. Today is going to be heartfelt, brave, and beautiful. I can't wait. Taya and I go way back, uh, first from high school where we weren't really friends yet. And then since then, we both love to sing. We found each other both going to music school, which was where we bonded. But you've realized more than music, your passion is hair. And Taya is sitting here, bald. Oh, Pat, no. What did you say? <laughs> I'd say patchy. Patchy. Okay, you guys. Or maybe you'd catch her in a wig, but you've got to hear her story. Why? So why don't you tell everybody a bit about you and your salon? Awesome. Hi, Lisa. Take her away. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my name is Taya. I am the owner of La Paul Hair Spa in Castlegar, BC, mm-hmm. and I have alopecia areata. So what that is, is an autoimmune disease that attacks the hair follicle. Basically, my body thinks that my hair are a bunch of foreign invaders and kick them out. Oh my God. So thanks. So yeah, I'm a bald hairdresser. <laughs> Bald patchy hairdresser. Oh my so god! So easy to spot on the streets. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're now. easy too. Yeah. Because you took a big step to to get there. It was a huge step. Yeah. Yes. So it's been a year, and I took the leap and shaved my head because what happened was I was losing more and more hair mm-hmm. in these really large patches on right. my head. Yeah. So what? that turned into was just getting, I was getting frustrated. Yeah. Like, it's harder for me to hide this than it would be to show it. (laughs) I honestly, you know, way back, I remember you kind of showing me little patches, Mm -hmm. but I had no idea. When did you first notice? Where did it begin that you... I was roughly 15 years old. Okay. So I've had it on and off for the last 15 years. That's insane. High school. So initially, I just found it was like a bunch of hair on my pillow. Right. And being young and naive and not really aware of a lot of Mm -hmm. things that happen in our world, I was like, oh my gosh, I have cancer. (laughs) Yeah, of course. That's what anybody thinks (laughs) when our hair is like thinning. Oh my gosh. Like, there's something wrong with me. I'm dying. (laughs) And then a friend was like, no, that's not how cancer works. And then from there, I just felt so ashamed that I could Mm. even think that I was going through something like that. Mm. So I just shut up. I don't even know what this is. So I might as well just, I don't know, figure it out. So I went to the doctor. Did you, like, you obviously told your parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we went to the doctor and then the doctor was like, yeah, so we can give you injections. We could put, give you a cream. It may or may not work. If it does work, it might just fall out again. And did they diagnose you then? Yeah. With? Okay. I think I might have went to a dermatologist. Right. And then years later, I went to another dermatologist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was good because I got answers. Mm-hmm. The answer that there is no answer. It's like, is there a cure? Well, <laughs> on your website, you're so hilarious. Quick note on her website, it says something about, yeah, if anybody does know of a cure, you can email me because yeah. I would love to know about it. Sorry, yeah, carry actually. on. <laughs> Those appointments in itself were just mm-hmm. exhausting because yeah. 
you know, you're young and then it's kind of like, what, what's the point? Like, you know, my patches at the time were tiny, right? They were super small. So I didn't have to really think about it. Okay. My luscious locks would just cover them up anyway. Right. I had the ability to hide them. So I chose to hide them. And then again, like I just didn't feel comfortable talking to anyone because no one knew what this was about. And also I didn't know that it was that early. Like when we went to music school, I had no idea Mm -hmm. that you were hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it happened again when I was in hair school, like just on and off. So this is like by far the, I guess, worst it has ever been. Why do you think it's getting worse? You think it's getting worse? I think that I was triggered. So I know the doctors like and dermatologists, they always say like, oh, stress related, stress related. Okay. So what I've learned from this is that hair loss, and this is for everyone, (laughs) Um, especially right now, like we are still in the thick of a pandemic. Right. But I learned that hair loss is a delayed response. Oh, so of stress of stress. Okay. So I had to look back six months. Well, I mean, think about how many things you could possibly be stressed about in high school. Like, Uh, where do I even start? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I was not into journaling. (laughs) Someone's going to read it. But but you know what? I just, I kind of gave up on a a cure for that. Because I'm like, how am I going to be not stressed? Like during this, you mean? Well, so I had probably the worst possible year of my life in 2018. Of with your alopecia? No, in my life. Like I had a surgery. I was estranged from my father. Um, there We moved. We sold our house. I closed my salon because it was in the Mm -hmm. house that we sold. Yeah. So like all those things are huge Mm -hmm. things. Plus I had postpartum hair loss happening from baby. Like... You know, oh, that was right. all happening. So, so what was and like was postpartum hair loss happening? It was already happening. Like and then said. all that stress happened. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I'm going to have this delayed response that right. says, hey, remember when? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, hair. Yeah. So that's something for everyone to think about, you know, like at the salon, I work a lot with fine hair and with scalp Uh issues. We have to be able to look back like two to six months. Right now we're at like around the two month mark. So I notice already people are like, oh, I'm noticing more hair coming like down in the shower. My mom said that. Yeah. I don't think people understand that Mm. we have actually, it doesn't matter how you've weathered the storm that we're in. Right. If you think you've handled it great, you may still have this underlying stress. Yeah, I think so. And I think so. Like, it's it's the whole world. So it's Mm -hmm. nothing to panic about. It's a very normal stress response. Right. You can bring your hair back to life. Yeah. That's the biggest thing just to be aware of. Do you want to tell us the story about the day you shaved your head? (laughs) And like, oh, I can see that video that you posted still. You're sitting in the chair. Yeah. I can't remember what you said, but it was so, so heartwarming that you had, that you could do that. Yeah. What made you decide? Like, screw you. I'm (laughs) going to do this. (laughs) Well, it wasn't really a screw you, actually. It was more of a, I went to this Ignite Women's Conference. Right. And it was the first one that they ever held, and it was in Castlegar. Mm -hmm. And I went, and there was this girl. Her name is Amanda Zal. Okay. I hope I just said your name, last name right. (laughs) But she had a brain, has a brain tumor. I remember her vividly saying, like, I want to be happier with my brain tumor than Uh I would ever be without it. And I sat there going, like, 
I need to be happier with my alopecia than I would ever be without it. Wow. Because at the time I was sitting there feeling like, oh, someone's going to see one of my patches from behind and they're going to think that it's like weird or contagious or that I have cancer. And I've never been through that. Yeah. I don't know what that feels like. But labels, right? Right. So I was like, I need to be happier with alopecia than I would ever be without it. That was like all of a sudden my new mission. Okay. So I started wearing my hair up in like ponytails yeah and then I'd be like okay well I'm gonna go to yoga class and I would be on my way and I'd be having like a panic attack oh my gosh people are gonna think things about me they're gonna make assumptions about me because who the hell is comfortable enough walking up to a stranger being like what's going on with the back of your head yeah like, no kidding. <laughs> people just like look no and one. stare and just yeah wonder like hmm yeah what's wrong with her right we make with so much ignorance I have, would have no idea yeah Right. Because I had never even heard of this before you. Totally. And it's so so common. So anyway, I started wearing my hair up. And that was like my big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And then I was like putting bows in the back of my hair. Because I'm like, Uh bows are cute. And I'm freaking cute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm freaking cute. (laughs) So I, I tried that. And then I was like, okay, I would get the rush of it I get the adrenaline yeah and I'd be good I'd be like I was confident yeah yay and then I'd have like a breakdown and I'd be crying and be like a few days later like it just would creep up on me and all these highs and lows and I was like oh I just can't do this anymore so then I messaged my girlfriend Bailey she Mm -hmm. has a salon upward styles in Nelson Uh and I was like hey do you want to shave my head tomorrow wow (laughs) and she said yes of course okay and then I told Andrew my husband I'm like yeah so I'm gonna shave my head tomorrow he's like are you ready for that yeah I don't know (laughs) I'm ready yeah but I mean he was more concerned about my mental health he wasn't really concerned about what I'd look like yeah of course yes (laughs) um then I was like "Ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to look myself in the mirror so my (laughs) other girlfriend Alessandra she Mm -hmm. has a little dream makeup so she agreed to do my makeup and we coordinated around the same time and they both just held space for me and I just remember sitting in the chair being like I do not want to look at myself like spin the chair (laughs) turn me around (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah it was really it was really special emotional and it felt weird and buzzy and yeah and then it just like kept coming off and then I just kept remembering the women that I talked to on Instagram I reached out to the ones that I kept seeing over and over again and just said to them, I'm going to do this. Like, what do I need to know? It's a roller coaster of emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. Just Mm -hmm. be ready. That's it. But yeah, they just showed up when they needed to in my life, right? And then it was just all gone and I just felt light. Really? And from there, it was like, good day, hard day. Right. Happy day. Yeah, I think I want wigs. I didn't even have a wig. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank goodness I brought a hat. It was cold. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah. And so what was the feeling when you first went out into public, almost like that first hour, the first day when you were like, okay, I'm walking into the grocery store and people are going to look at me. Did you have an explanation in your head that you would be like, hey, (laughs) hello, I see you staring. It's this. (laughs) How did you deal with that? I, it's so funny. So I would have been walking down Baker Street. Okay. My girlfriend... Uh, back in Vancouver, Rebecca, she bought me the most magnificent John Fluvog shoes. Oh. And they have like this beautiful click to them. Oh. I love wearing them because yeah. I sound like a boss. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know what? Honestly, going back, the only thing I remember is feeling like I don't give a fuck. Yes. <laughs> and just like totally owning it because it was new. It was fresh. Again, adrenaline right. rush. <laughs> right. I did it. My makeup was done. I was able to look myself in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That was what I felt. Yeah. And then, I mean, that feeling definitely went away a few times. So now you have Alopecia Academy. Yes. And a guide on mastering alopecia. And yeah. your guide is actually so funny. I have a quote. <laughs> I have to quote you a few times on there. In quotations, let's rip off another Band-Aid. Alopecia does not kill people. Quotation. <laughs> and when people would ask about the cure, I kind of already said, uh, you'd say, in quotation, if there is a cure, please contact me with all the information. There is like so many options and so many people pushing all of these different things. Yeah. and. I get it. I was willing to try pretty much anything. Yeah. That being said, like I was definitely more on to a more holistic approach. Yeah. So we rather do vitamins right. and like holistic healers, things that don't inject into my body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so did you do a, like a bunch of, what did you do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did lots. Oh yeah. I tried everything. <laughs> so many things, so many costly things. Oh. The one thing that... I stand in with my values, especially yeah. at the salon. And because mm-hmm. I have all the resources to learn about yeah. all of these things, yeah. is just that basic scalp health mm-hmm. creates healthy hair growth. Right. For me, I just feel like, okay, you know what? My body, this autoimmune disease yeah. is unpredictable. Yeah. It's not killing me. Like I'm dying, but it's not killing me. Yeah, so exactly. It's all aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And if I don't like my head, well, tough luck. I know. Put a wig on it. Uh, products and like, I know people push a lot of things and diets and really, yeah, and all of that. But at the end of the day, if you are ingesting nutritious, mm-hmm. healthy food off of our land mm-hmm. and drinking mm-hmm. a lot of water, yeah. And then using products that are are sustainably sourced and more organic and just understanding the ingredients that you're putting Mm -hmm. on your scalp. Mm -hmm. It takes 30 seconds or 26 seconds, I think, Mm -hmm. for any chemicals to absorb into your skin. I'm going to be very mindful about the products I'm using on my skin. 26 seconds? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. But then when my hair is ready to grow back, if it's ready to grow back then I know that I'm creating a really healthy space for that to happen. Right. Is the way that I see it. So do you think like there's a chance that it could all grow back? Sure. Oh, okay. That is literally how unpredictable it is. Oh, wow. I could lose all the hair on my body. Yeah. I could lose my eyebrows, all of the hair on my head. Yeah. I, think I would be sad to lose my eyebrows. I think you about getting microblading done just in case it happens. You should because then it's still your natural... At least I know where they are. Yeah, that's what I mean. If You're they grow back. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, so tell us about yeah. your academy and okay. how you've created it and yeah. the, the guide that you made. I did read it. Um, yeah, so I created the guide and the Alopecia Academy is definitely going to expand and grow. I just yeah. don't know exactly how yet. Yeah. I'm still working on a lot of details, but yeah. right now I've created this guide just for people who might just be diagnosed or maybe they've had it for 30 years but nobody to talk to yeah so what this does is you receive this guide in your email and Mm -hmm. then I follow up with you you download it I'm asking you like 
Yeah. What's your biggest challenge? Like, right. let's talk about it. Aww. And I think the biggest success that's come from that is that people are actually being able to engage and yeah. talk about it yeah. in a really safe place. They mm-hmm. have that ability to be in an email where they don't mm-hmm. have to show a doctor or anybody like what's going on. They're just talking to someone who gets it. Yeah. Like, it's no just kidding. me behind the computer. Like, yeah. there's no, I don't have a team of people mm-hmm. around me. It's just that one-on-one personal. Mm-hmm. I would love for people who are comfortable with it to do a monthly Zoom with me Aww. and screen on, screen off. It doesn't matter. Right. Just like show up and understand that you're not alone. Yeah. And that's the biggest part of it. The cherry on top is just overcoming all of the obstacles yeah. that come with let's teach people how to yeah. own their beauty without relying yeah. on their physical identity, right? Like, Yeah, that, is that like your slogan? I, I, I caught a I workshop on it. So it was oh. it was really fun. Yeah, my slogan is, you are the most beautiful when you think you're the most beautiful. Okay, okay. Yes. I remember reading some stuff on your website. Your website, okay, is amazing, by the way, because I was going through it and under services, it says um, soft, meditative, and restorative music is played here. Yeah. And then further down, it says, for my highly sensitive clients who can often feel sensory overload along with my introverted friends please feel welcome to request a silent appointment who does that nobody no one (laughs) exactly i've never experienced that and also i saw on your instagram the other day that you offered gender neutral prices yeah both of those things i've never seen any salon or a hairdresser i've never experienced that that's got to be a thing it's amazing it needs to be a thing (laughs) i just feel like it's so kind and so thoughtful and so caring and okay tell me about some of like your values behind like what you do with your salon and stuff because those are unique yeah they are I ask a lot of questions. Okay. Like, that's my thing. I'm like, wait, why say an average salon? Well, why do they do that? How can I make it better? Or how can I make it different? Why can't I be different? Ooh, there's a challenge. (laughs) Oh, yeah? You don't think I could do it? I'll prove it. (laughs) For the salon, I just, I've been so focused on creating a hair spa environment. Like I said, yeah. working with scalp health. And mm-hmm. once you deal with the scalp health, like the general hair that it just comes. Um, that's a huge part of my service. Mm-hmm. And it's restorative. Like you come to the salon and I'm not a big gossiper. Like I mm-hmm. like to have chit chat with clients. Yeah. And I do not mind if, like, <laughs> if you come in and share any of your deep, dark secrets, it literally, yeah. like, I'm the best secret keeper. Aww. It just goes in and out because I'm like, Aww. oh, it's a secret? Okay, gone. In a moment, <laughs> but gone. <laughs> it's a special place. Like, yeah. it's a very sacred place in a, yeah. in a lot of ways, right? And our hair yeah. is a big deal. When you come in, it's all about a spa for your hair. Okay. And the values around it, it's all about sustainability, Mm -hmm. naturally based ingredients that are safer, not just like clean beauty, like this and that. It's like, no, these are safe options that you should feel comfortable and confident putting in your body. And also like, I don't use a lot of chemicals in my salon. My color is ammonia free. Mm -hmm. And that's just lowering the risk of exposure for Mm -hmm. you as a client and then myself. Right. I really just want to have people come here and feel completely restored and refreshed and calm. I totally. And I've been practicing acupressure massage. Okay, that's where I was going next. (laughs) I Okay, it's been actually a while since I've got a haircut from you because I've been gone and traveling a lot and I haven't cut my hair in way too long. (laughs) But... 
I always remembered your scalp massage. And also on the website, I keep referring to, there's a, a review on there about it. So obviously it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tell, tell me about that. Yeah, this so, new technique. Um, yeah, I've been practicing. Yeah. And Mila's Excited. been like getting the goods. It's her daughter. <laughs> <My> daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Between the restorative music and yeah. then just like those pressure points on the scalp. Mm-hmm. I swear, like your body just melts. Uh, yeah. So we're doing the podcast first and then I'm going to get a haircut after and I'm like so excited. I had to fall asleep. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, let's talk about the scalp for a minute because I often hear people talk about how like your scalp is like first. For myself, I don't, I guess I don't really do too much for my scalp. What would you recommend or what do you use or? I think it's really just like without getting into like specific product recommendations, you can, um, you can, if you have some recommendations. I can always link some we'll on the yeah. podcast. Um, so I use Davinus Natural mm-hmm. Tech line, and it's all about scalp and hair yeah. and anti-aging. And nice. I love it because you can pick your top three ailments. So like, okay, maybe you have dry, brittle hair on your ends and a dry scalp yeah. and you want more shine. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're going to pick one of those three things. Yeah. And say you're like, well, you know what? I can handle my dry scalp. I just mm-hmm. really want my ends to be good because I don't want her to cut it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I want long mermaid hair. So yeah. then I'd be like, okay, well, you're going to go with the nourishing line. No matter what, your scalp is going to be healthier because right. that's how it's designed. Okay. We yeah. don't have to go into crazy mix and match. You can just pick one and... yeah you're going to problem solve. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can do like those virtual consultations. Like nobody needs to come into a salon for that. I I guess things have kind of shifted. I mean, having to reopen your business after COVID is, has that been like a bit of a challenge for you or has it been awesome? Yeah. Well, (laughs) to be totally honest, being able to explain to someone through Mm -hmm. a virtual consultation, for example, that, yeah, you're going to have healthy hair if you have a healthy scalp. It's yeah. that simple. Okay, right. wash extra, rinse right. extra. Like being able to speak to people just via Zoom. Yeah. Just for something simple like that has been so convenient right. and helping way more people mm-hmm. than just people who have an appointment time in the chair. Yeah. yeah. I've really spaced out all of my appointments. Uh-huh. So I've gone from like getting a bunch of people in every single day to now it's spaced out. Obviously there's sanitation time. Yeah. And that's a specific like, okay, at least ten minutes for everything to sit and right. and process. But yeah. also like I get a break. So yeah, I get to exactly. show up better for everybody. Yeah. So it's really changed my whole process here. Yeah. And it's better for everybody yeah okay which is cool yeah yeah so it's kind of a blessing in disguise almost definitely okay your salon is definitely like your experience is one of a kind do you do you plan to expand somehow or i don't know i imagine you'd have to hire like really like-minded hairdressers or people yeah to be able to do that so what do you what are your thoughts i don't have a vision to create any retail yeah. space but that being said I tend to say things and then whatever oh spirits God. like oh yeah yeah <laughs> so um right now the only way I plan to expand is just online so right. creating an online store for the products and right. 
also like one-on-one hair spa sessions where you don't need to be my client Mm -hmm. to still benefit from the knowledge. Those are, I think, two ways that I'm planning to expand in the near future. Okay, okay. Or right now. Yeah. However, like who knows? You you just already have so much going on with your like alopecia academy and the whole experience kind of that you've created. It's so cool. So these products you've switched haven't you i have what made you switch because you had you were doing money money yes basically what happened was the business model wasn't working for me because i do love that that i love the brand yeah i love the products Uh i just couldn't keep up with like the hustling kind of like i don't want to create a team of sellers with that business model that's how you progress Mm -hmm. so I'm like you know what no this is like a retail brand that I love that I enjoy yeah however it's just not fitting into my life right the way that I need it to so yeah basically I have clients who absolutely love it yeah and and they're gonna keep sticking Mm. with it and I'm not leaving necessarily as a rep like I'm still there for people I'm just not looking to build that yeah. like, stereotypical. What are they called again? Those multi-level marketing. Right. I'm horrible at them. It's yeah. It's so interesting because people often contact me thinking, "Oh, I have this following," and they're like, "You'll be so great. You you can reach so many people." Yeah. I've tried selling Beachbody. I've tried selling way back Mary Kay. Yeah. Beauty counter. Okay. So fun fact with that one. <laughs> yeah. Not an MLM. Think of that as you need a consultant in order to get it. Okay. So you need to purchase through someone who has an ID with that company oh, to purchase a product. Right. You can't just go to their website and buy it without it going through someone. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Okay. Beauty Counter has two stores. Yeah. They have partnered with like Target, uh-huh. Sephora, okay. all these other businesses. Yeah. You can go to their website and oh. you don't need a consultant to oh, purchase. Okay. So it's so different. even though there are consultants yeah. and they build teams, their focus is totally different. Their focus is on sharing safer beauty and uh, creating a movement. Yeah, right. And I think that's where their business model thrives. Right. So if you want to build a team and you have that leadership ability, mm-hmm. you can really thrive on that. Yeah. But you don't need a consultant. Right. So I think that's really quite unique in right. a company. And I honestly love their mission. Yeah. Me like too. about sustainable beauty mm-hmm. and safer beauty. Yeah. I love their huge. products too. Their creams smell like almonds to me. Mm, like and I love they have glass packaging. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't think I sold one thing when I was signed up to Beauty Counter. Right. I'm just so bad at it. I just, yeah. I find like, obviously I'm promoting my music a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to sell anything else. But that's the thing is in the salon, for example, like, mm-hmm. You're coming to me because you trust me. Yeah. Right? And I am so snobby when it comes to like everything that I use on my body. Like it needs to be good. Yeah. And it needs to be at a decent price point. Yeah. And if you can get a deal on it, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like all of that is just, like I said, I, I love the idea of having really nice products that people can use at home and achieve a look they're going for. Mm Mm-hmm without breaking the bank and without feeling pressured (laughs) i just want people to come in and feel like you have the power like yeah if you have confidence you have the power to decide where your money's going yeah and if it's not me you want the money to go to that's cool (laughs) yeah like as long as you have the knowledge and ability to make those choices yeah i think that's huge yeah before okay we're getting close to wrapping up but 
Before we do, let's talk a little about fun wig talk. And Ooh. tell me about that. Because like, I feel like as a child or even growing up, you're like, oh, it'd be so fun to wear a wig, to try out a wig. Do you wear them often? Or like, where do you buy them? What yeah. colors do you have? I am on my way to being a wig distributor. Okay. okay. So. Okay, there you go. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, wigs are so much fun. They have a bit of getting used to. Yeah. And there's a few like, you know, there's a few like little tricks and everything that yeah. you can learn uh-huh. about hairlines and, right. and all that jazz. You know, someone like you who has really long hair, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we need to like, you know, need to know how to braid that down to right. make it like as flat as possible. And okay, for the wig, we're going to maybe have to thin it here and there. And oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I use a lot of hum- I have human hair wigs. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've custom colored all of you colored mine, them actually. yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. So like, how many wigs do you have? Five. Nice. Six. What colors? Oh, I have one synthetic. It's, okay. it's my hat hair. <laughs> and it's like strap on hair. It's amazing. What? <laughs> strap on hair? <laughs> it like has these like straps on top. So like you can still see my head. Okay. And then it's like long and dark, like straight synthetic hair. Fun. And I put a ball cap on it. So oh, I don't okay. have all the bulk. Right. But no one would know. No. At all. Never. It's freaking amazing. So That's there's so that fun. one too. Um, I have a blonde, like rooted, smoky blonde. Oh, with nice. like an invert bob. Mm-hmm. I've got this like really blush pink. Oh, cute. Um, Long haired wig. Yeah. I've got a curly, very dark brown with like slight reddish. Nice. Um, highlights on it. Yeah. I have brown gold bob yeah so it's like brown with gold highlights uh-huh. with a cute little fringe like bangs <laughs> yeah i guess i imagine now when you go out you're not really trying to hide anymore because you're so like used to it now yeah totally and you're rocking it and honestly that has been a huge accomplishment yeah because before i was wearing wigs just to make other people comfortable really yes interesting totally Because it would go from like, because I still have a hairline. Well, sort of like it's going. But I mean, at the front, like when you look at me, it just looks like I shaved my head. Right. Especially if you're like looked on one side. Yeah. (laughs) I would get these looks and like not to offend all the macho men out there. Oh, however, it's so funny. I'm pretty self-aware, aware of my environments. They would look my way and go, oh, yeah, just like just lesbian. Like you could see the look. Oh, my gosh. In their eyes. And then I'd maybe turn my head to the side and like kind of just like check back. And they're like, oh my gosh. And their look is like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for you. Like you have cancer. Oh my God. And like they look ashamed of themselves. And I'm just like, oh my god! You can just like, read what they're thinking. To- well, you can see it. It's written all over their face. Oh my god. <laughs> and I mean, it, I shouldn't just say macho men out there. Like there's women too. Yeah. And I'm just walking like, yeah, well, what if I did have cancer? Like then I just have I have cancer. Like, that's awful. (laughs) And then if I'm a lesbian, well, then I'm a lesbian. Who cares? (laughs) Get over it. I know. (laughs) That has been a huge accomplishment. Like, not just not caring about what other people think. Loving yourself and loving your beauty. and Well, waking up and being like, I feel like wearing a wig today. That's what I want. Do I need it? No, I want it. I want that full face and makeup today. Yeah. That's all. And like, we're both in here where neither of us are wearing makeup. And I feel like this year for me especially has been been a totally a year of being more authentic and real and loving my roles and just for like, everyone you know gosh for two months we were told no we couldn't like have the things we wanted yeah. to look a certain way so all of a sudden people have to get comfortable looking in the mirror 
Okay, okay, I decided I have one more question. <laughs> so how has it been for your husband and your kids? I feel like doing that for your kids is such a huge lesson to teach them. Just loving themselves and and you're obviously lucky that you have an amazing husband. Yeah. I don't think every I'm very blessed too that my boyfriend loves me for whatever, but I don't think everybody always has that no that's it's real like not everybody has that support system again one more reason i created the alopecia academy um so alopeciaacademy.ca if you need to talk to anybody download the guide Mm -hmm. Um, and i will link to it in my yeah thank you for me it was a very positive experience in terms with like andrew being really supportive Mm -hmm. it wasn't like uncomfortable yeah. about it he was like looking up bald celebrities and being like Aww. oh you kind of look like her <laughs> like uh thank did you he know <laughs> did he know about it when you guys started dating or how long did it take for you to tell him or show him or i feel like it was pretty open how when it started you guys happening been married six years well five years five years amazing with the kids that was a roller coaster yeah like there was times when like mila was really supportive at first and she's like you should have done this before you're beautiful and saying all the really sweet things Uh max he's three like he has this thing where he likes to rub ears okay so he'll be like mommy take your hair off mommy take off your earrings like let me rub your ears Oh my so they just get in his way. <laughs> oh, the wigs do? Yeah. yeah. Take your hair off. Uh-huh. Um, so he likes it. And then he'll say things like, oh, you're so beautiful. And like, I love you. And you're pretty. And Aww. Uh, he's such a pretty mom. He's like the sweetheart. That's and then Mila so nice. is school-aged, right? So yeah. How old is she now? Six. Yeah. So having her take the weight of yeah. image, mm-hmm. right? And trying to explain this to her peers. Right. And having them make comments and her like taking it on. Right. When, when her... You know, her mommy picks her up and yeah. her friends are like, who knows what they say to her. Exactly. And that was a whole thing. So I just asked, like, what do you want, Mila? She's like, I want you to wear wigs when you pick me up. So Aww. I did. If anybody in this world's going to tell me to cover up my head, I'm going to do it for my kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And Aww. I'm a lazy wig wearer. <laughs> like, I just want them to come on and off and I don't want glue. I don't want tape on my head. I just want to be able to pull it on and off right. and go from there. That must so, have been hard, though. Hard for her to ask that of you? I don't think so. Yeah. No, she's pretty demanding. <laughs> for a six-year-old. <laughs> it's like, you're going to wear wigs. Okay. <laughs> so overall, it's been really, really good. I've had talks with people and they don't have that support. And oh, really? they are struggling. They're not in a good place and their oh. partners don't understand it and they don't know how to support them. Oh. It's just not it's so there. Sad. So yeah, they are searching for toppers and wigs and options. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's important for them to know that these options yeah. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thank all you. of this. You were, where can everybody find you? Give us your social media and your yeah. website. And so Instagram, you can find me at La Paul Hair Spa. Yes. Website, you can find me at lapaulhairspa.com nice. for my free guide for alopecia. It's alopeciaacademy.ca. Yeah. And Lisa will put all the links so that you know how to spell them. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you so much, Taya. I'm so excited you. to get my hair cut now. Woo woo. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening today and we'll see you next week.